gave my speech and uh, read my uh, my poem. You wrote a poem for your for your eulogy. Uh, yeah, you want to read it? I would love to hear it. Is it long or short? Oh, it's short. I was just wondering. Uh, here it is. All right. Am I gonna cry? I hope not. <laughs> a lot of people did, though. <laughs> I'm going to cry if I read it, so I'm just going to read it. Mm-hmm. That's lovely, honey. This is really beautiful. I hope you yeah. hold on to this for a while. I will. Good. But um, I, I, I got a, a round of applause, which was unexpected. <laughs> For your first eulogy, congratulations! Yeah. Like, it, like, and like, I all of his uh, freaking uh, relatives were coming up to me and just like, oh, I loved your speech. Uh, you really, s-. and like, everyone kept coming up to me and saying like, oh, you said and anything, everything that I thought about, and that I was seems, just like, was that's like, wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it was, but at the well, same time, well, just means you you were able to convey what. Yeah, you were able to convey in words what people were already feeling about about him. But I just really like after that. I just wanted to be alone. Like I was just like, well, it's heavy. I was just like, so heavy. I was like, I don't want like the worst thing about funerals is small talk. Oh, like please, because everyone comes up to you and it's like. Oh, well, I know, like, uh, the circumstances are bad. I'm just like, yeah, the circumstances are bad. Like, are you kidding me? Like, of course it is. Yeah, my, my biggest problem with, with situations like funerals or services of any kind that are fairly serious is I immediately downgrade to gallows humor. I don't know. I was trying not to do that. I will say that. I was trying not to do that because everyone was clearly upset. and I was, Yes. But... Like, I've had several months to, you know. You've been preparing for this service for yeah. quite some time. Which was, which I mean, like, it doesn't make it any less hard, but. No, like, it, it does. It does, in a sense, because you've been able to kind of wrap your mind around the severity yeah. of the situation. And, you know, you can start thinking about this person as far as how he would be handling all of this or how he would feel if he was watching all of this. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I did. So I. Uh, so I mended many bridges too. With really, with like childhood all, friends. Yeah, childhood friends. Like it wasn't even to my doing. Like childhood friends were coming up to me and apologizing to me for their treatment oh, on how wow. I would uh, on how they treated me, and I was like, "How satisfying!" Do you well, know how rare in life it is to get those needed apologies from people in your past? It so rarely happens. I didn't know it was that rare, but like it, it is. It was kind of annoying at first because, like, after like the fourth person, <laughs> I was just like, "Okay, yeah, thank you for uh, admitting you treated me like shit." Like, okay, yes, and um, that happened to me one time. I had one experience where somebody said all the things that I wished they had said to make me feel. I don't know, not not just just the admitting, admitting yeah. the 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 unfairness of it all. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, go go on. Go and on. I just, I was just so like, I can't fucking believe this is happening to me. Like you see, you only see this at the end of movies. Like you yeah, never get yeah, that yeah. that gut feeling, just satisfaction. It just doesn't happen. I know, and I was just like. And and I was just like sitting there thinking like, 
man, I should be relishing in this right now. You but don't. Like, I'm not, like, no. Like, I'm more, I'm more irritated. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? I was too. I'm just like, I was too. It almost like it re triggers you a little bit. And you're like, God damn it. Yes. I remember that. I, I, <laughs> I packed it away. Why are you making gonna... me do this? I had come to peace that you were just a <laughs> shitty person. And now you're making me redo it all. Yeah. But well, it was, that is true. Oh, and I saw a Sage uh, Mauvais there. What the hell? The Mauvais? Yeah, he was. he's taller than me. Can That's I believe not, that? Yeah, I can can't. You, no. Can you believe that? Like, no, I can't believe that. He was, like, I did, like. He was a little I mean, shrimp when we knew him. I rec- I mean, of course I recognize him because, like, his, like the face of uh, that family is just yeah. so recognizable. Yes. But I was, like, in awe. I was just like, holy shit. Like, he's <laughs> taller than me. Like, when did he grow? Like, yeah, gosh, we knew him when they, I, God, I thought we knew we him when he was like, almost a, grown. like 10 years old. Well, yeah, but we also knew him when they were like, you know, almost grown men. I thought that was just what they were going to be because their there's, dad's not very tall. Yeah. There's uh yeah, it was, that's, that's what I was thinking too. I was just yeah. like, holy shit. Um, well, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was, it was, um, it, I'm not going to say it was a good service just because it's not what he would have wanted. Well, um, no. Was that a church? No, it was at the Orangeville Community Center. Ah. Yeah. Class. Yeah. Class all the way. And uh, it just... You know what? They probably got what they could afford, to be honest with you. It probably yeah, had nothing yeah. to do... I mean, and and your friend was not religious in any way. I mean, I guess... Mm-mm. Some kind of outdoor service might have been lovely, but it just depends, you know, when you have, when you need mics and all that other stuff, it's probably like, look, this is, this is what it is. (laughs) There was, there was kind of a funny moment though. Like, so like, uh, his girlfriend, uh, did a speech Mm -hmm. and then, um, did anybody yell and, whore? No, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, am I gonna have to say it? Uh, Genital warts. <laughs> no. no. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, the uh, priest guy like mm-hmm. forgot I was going to eulogize a, a eulogy ah. and so he was saying he was like is there anyone else who wants to say anything and i was just like yeah me dumb. and i was just like i'm in well, the program and and like it, everything was everyone was quiet and i was just like well yeah me uh, <laughs> and think- he was and he's like oh yeah that's right <laughs> um and he's just like well i think uh you can say it without a mic and i was just like no i, I want my mic and i told him i was just like no, I think I, I was under the impression that I was going to get up front and get a mic. And everyone everyone was kind of just like looking around. I was like, like, did you all not read my writer before I got here? Where's the green M&Ms? Where's the lukewarm Fiji waters? Come on. And so I go up there and like I say my spiel and um, and I get a round of applause. And I was just like sitting there. Like I didn't even sit there. Like I just handed the mic because like I started like, you know, like choking I'm getting up. getting upset. And, sure, sure. And, and so like I like a immediately like beelined like out the door and i just Mm, like mm -mm. you know like had my uh crying spell and stuff like that and did um, sabrina go with you or did you go solo i went solo i i didn't want her there oh um i didn't want her there you didn't want her to be a source of comfort i I don't think it's about a source of comfort i just felt like this was like something i had to do on my own yeah you know Um, what i get that there's stuff like that that i it's like when i go get my mammogram every year yeah 
I want to yeah. go alone because if there's bad news, I want to be able to see it by myself. And then I'll inc- include everyone else. But I need yeah. to – Some there are some things, though, you need to get – you need to do on your own. Pete, um, Pete invited uh, – actually made me dinner on uh, Thursday night because, mm-hmm. like, he knew, he knew I was going through, like, a hard time. Sure. And um, – and like we had like heart to heart and stuff like that, and uh, he's been very supportive. So that's nice. Uh, like good I've, friends are hard to come by. I know, like <laughs> I know. as you know personally. Um, and yeah, so you know, I um, you know I glad handed with everyone there, and uh, it was uh, it was a cathartic experience. Uh, I think ultimately. you needed this. I think you needed that closure. Yes, I uh, think it was really important for your healing. Well, a lot of um, a lot of people uh, agreed uh, mm-hmm. with would would agree with you on that. Um, there's this um, one of his um, friends. Um, he was like friends with benefits with for like a really long time, mm-hmm. and uh, she like we had been reaching out to each other and like talking about it because mm-hmm. like we were very close to him, and he was and she was like. Like, why hasn't there been a service yet? And I'm just like, it's coming. I was really surprised. It's coming. Like, it's coming. Were they waiting for the COVID to kind of get better or? It was a combination of that and um, finding out his cause of death. Was it his, was it due to his diabetic issues? Yes. Um, He had a heart attack. Yeah. Um, But it was like a different kind of heart attack, Mm -hmm. like where type 1 diabetes uh, people like experience. Yes. Um, Scary thing about type 1 diabetes is like even if you do everything right, like you could still perish from it. It's a it's a it's a very cruel lot to be given as a child and then having to navigate it your whole adult life because then. Even if you feel like you're like, hey, I just want to be normal for five minutes, you know, it's the, the the repercussions are so severe sometimes. Yeah. It just gives you no, there's no wiggle room. It's kind of funny, though. Like, me and Brent, like, had these, like, grand iOS ideas of, like, we were just like, well, how do you make insulin? Oh, God. <laughs> and we were trying to figure out how to make insulin. <laughs> like Maybe so, not. Like- <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> We're going to end up in your underwear in a van in the desert making insulin for all the kids. That's right. right. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, um, Um, anyway, well, we're going to just naturally segue into the intro, obviously. Yeah. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is Jamie Mm -hmm. and this is my son, Tyler, co-host of the ever-growing, ever-popular middle-class film class movie podcast. Okay. All right. right. Did I say it right? Uh, middle class film class. Yes, uh, I did. Yeah. Middle yeah. class film class. Yeah. And you're going to provide all of our family with stickers. You guys obviously got some new stickers that we all want. Yeah, I forgot them at That's home, okay. unfortunately. What a surprise. But I did. <laughs> ADHD at its finest. I know. Like, I've been thinking about, like, Dude, you trying to... Because like you I've need been, to get diagnosed. I've been seeing like a lot of memes that describe me that people mm-hmm. from who have ADHD that do. Yeah. And I was like... Holy shit, I do those things. I will tell you this, Tyler, and I am not kidding you. I am going to get diagnosed. I'm fairly confident that I have ADHD. No, I think I I think I do. Like I, I think I do too. I think you like, got it from me. I think I literally cursed you all with it. Well, I don't think I'm cursed, but like <laughs> Well, I mean, look, being atypical for whatever reason is always nice in this world. To being being a little more unusual than others is kind of a fun thing. Yeah. I Nobody mean, likes to be just a regular old worker bee. Right. Yeah, I yeah. mean, some well, people do. Well, I do. Like, I you wish do I, not. I wish I 
<laughs> Dude, you can I wish I wasn't so weird. Right. So you I like being weird. I don't. It you don't? I like to I like the option of choosing to be weird, not being forced to be weird by my own brain chemistry. <laughs> well, sorry about that. I think I pass that along to you. Yeah, it's That's probably water, why we get along so well. It's water under the bridge. <clears throat> anyway, welcome to the ugly truth. You know, we I was kind of work I'm kind Wait, of Wait, are we recording right now? Yeah. We've been recording. Oh, we've been recording this whole time? Okay. Yes. That's how we do the show. All right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. What do you want to do? The intro. Like, I didn't know we were recording. I, I thought you were going to press the button. and No, it's done. We've already said, I already said hello. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Here we are. I'm, <laughs> you were I'm just Jamie, and this is my son, Tyler, who's sitting in today. <laughs> okay. So anyway, what I was going to say was, I was kind of having a thought. I'm feeling, I've got spring fever and I'm feeling like I want something to do. I want to do something different. I want oh, to do, well, some, it is I want to do more. Well, is it spring officially? I don't know. It is officially spring. It is officially Officially spring. spring I believe on, um, I think it was, well, maybe it's Monday. Uh, I don't know. I don't Who cares? Know. I mean, it feels like spring. Like the weather has been glorious in Sacramento. It's going to be 85, man. It's going to be so freaking hot. You're going to hate it. I, well, You're yes. going to find out real quick if your AC works. <laughs> Yeah, done and done. It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't work that well. Yeah. So I don't know what any of it means, <laughs> but I'm just, I've got a billion ideas in my brain. I know you do that too yourself. I know. Well, that's right. Yeah. You're constantly going, what else can I do besides my middle class phone class? What well, else shoot? Yeah. Uh, well, we have uh, Tyler and Company. Uh, Tyler and coming Co. Out, <laughs> yeah. Coming out <laughs> soon. It's in pre-production. I think it's been like that for what, five years now? Yeah. It's stalled. <laughs> But they really believe in oh, it. Oh, that's the bit, though. That's the bit. <laughs> anyway, so how long have you guys been doing middle class film class? Oh, geez. You know? Um, well, I mean, you guys we are, were... You guys are... You grind, though. You well, guys are doing... It feels like you guys are... I feel like there's I a new episode, like, every other day. I don't know if we're grinding. Like, so, like, we release two episodes a week, so... Oh, um, my God, really? Yeah, but we record them all, like, in one day. You so. bank them. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Well, so... The first episode is our uh, quote unquote gab and chatter edition, which mm -hmm. is us just, you know, gabbing and chattering about uh, movie news, this, that and the other. Sure. And then the second episode releases on Wednesday. So it's Monday, Wednesday. On Wednesday, we release our movie review of okay. the week Got uh, it. from the Wheel of Destiny. We spin a wheel mm -hmm. and uh, whatever uh, it lands on. Uh, that's what we review. <clears throat> but then you also do the big movies that come out. Like I know you reviewed Batman, the Batman, I should say. Yes, we did. Um, and I would say uh, that was uh, one of our funnier episodes. It, it was that's so awesome. good. It was so good. Um, and I encourage everyone to uh, listen to middle class film class, wherever Absolutely. you stream your podcast and also watch the Batman because that was a that fine, was fine movie. I was absolutely shocked that I went that I saw it before you did. Although you went you went the next day, so yes. you saw yes. it. But I was watching it going when the opening when the opening song hit. I went, okay, so Grinch is going to have a <laughs> renaissance this summer. It, yeah, it already it already is. it's full already in, happening. in full effect. Yeah. And um, everyone's going to be like, "Have you ever heard about this cool band named Nirvana?" And I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hit someone. <laughs> <laughs> for not knowing that they're like um, have you ever heard of alanis morissette i'm like shut up oh my god get alanis out of here morissette. come on um yeah it was oh man it was so great and, it was a great film and uh it uh the song that they use in the batman something in the way mm -hmm. uh hit 
uh, it hit number six on the Billboard. What a shock! Which is crazy. It is crazy that 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 rendition is at least twenty five years old. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I think it it came out in ninety two. Doesn't that make it? Doesn't that? I mean, you know, I just I can't say enough. It makes about. it classic rock. If no. that's what you were going through, that it, was it, not that, what I was going to say. Oh well, it does. I know, isn't that crazy? Like it's like a thirty something years old. You know, like I, it's more than. Well, yeah, it is actually thirty because I'm. I'm, be, yeah. I'm turning on the uh, other side of uh, my twenties <laughs> uh, this year. So, uh, yeah, it's thirty years old. Damn, so, and, and it could be even older. Who knows? Well, I think it's a it's a uh, it's a cover. They didn't write that song. What do you? What are Something you in the way about? is not a Nirvana song. Yes. <laughs> what? I, yes, that's it is. a cover. That is not a cover. I'm pretty sure kidding? it is. You're, okay. I'm not kidding. Stop pulling my leg. I'm not. Yes, that 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 is not a cover. Kurt Cobain actually wrote that song and uh, recorded it with uh, uh, Butch Vig in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's looking it up right now to make sure it's not a cover. I swore I read that it was. I it's apologize. It's not a cover. It is not a cover. I'm telling All you. All right. I encourage every uh, listener of The Ugly Truth to go out and Google <laughs> it and email The Ugly Truth saying you're wrong. Uh, well, I mean, I swore, <clears throat> I swore that it was. Who wrote something in the way? Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Cobain. <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't know. Okay, you're talking to the person who was obsessed with Kurt Cobain yeah. in my teenage years. I know, and, I know. But anyway. It's so true. Anyway, okay. Anyways, what do we what do we what do we have for today? What do we got? Before we did the show, before the intro show, you were talking to me about how you eulogized a dear friend that passed away last year. That's right. And yeah. um, so I found this actually quite complimentary to what we and i didn't even know we were going to talk about that um i saw something on reddit i love reddit i'm obsessed i do too i don't tell anybody because i don't want to ruin it for them because i'm old and i don't want them to go (laughs) oh god your mom's on reddit you know now it's dumb it's not it's not cool anymore why do you have shame in that it's that's i don't have shame in it i love it but i just know how you know i know how the youngsters are if they find out that youngsters old people are on reddit they're gonna flee Okay. And then Go all ahead. the good shit goes away. <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. Um, okay. So I saw it was a, I like the philosophy, the philosophy of questions that come up on Reddit on just ask Reddit. A lot of philosophical questions. I don't know if you've ever noticed or yes, if, you, I'm familiar. if you follow that. I'm familiar. Yeah. So this one got me. This was a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And it, I thought it was great. It made me really think. It says, if everyone got to see life stats after they died, what would be one of the first things you would check? Uh, how many, uh, Bricks of poop were uh, made by my own human body. Where in the world would your fecal matter end up in a brick? Well, it's it's a life stat, so it's like so they have if to do any, the, they have to do the math. Like how many bricks of my own uh, uh, waste could be made <laughs> into maybe like a wall or something I like see. that. Or, well, that's interesting. All I wanted to know is how many times did I come across a serial killer? <laughs> That would be terrifying. Well, but like, but that's that's it's heaven. Like, why why, why would you want to? No terrify one said you were in heaven. It just oh, said that you're. It's after death. Where I would <laughs> I didn't think we that. don't know what's after death? 
<laughs> I mean, maybe heaven. And you're just sitting on a cloud going, yo, what are my life stats? And then they give them to you. Yeah, it's but, like a book. Yeah, but I, I would be like, okay, well, first I would want to know how many close calls did I have? Like legitimately, how many close calls Oof. did I have to, to, like, to a premature death? Yeah, so for example, if I had, you know, not run that red light, and mm. I arrived at my location 30 seconds too soon oh. and I could have died or, yeah. or yeah. even yeah. during, and honestly in, in childhood, because I was so unsupervised as a child because Gen X, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, how many times did I almost just bite the dust because, <laughs> you know, for whatever reason. <laughs> Wow, I, I, I never, I never know, thought about the close calls. close calls. I'm so curious about that. Um, and another one, um, I want to know. <laughs> this is so narcissistic. I don't even give a shit, though. Because if you're looking <laughs> at your life stats, you know, you yeah, want to yeah, know sure. how you affected everything. Yeah. I want to know <laughs> how many people had an argument about, and I was the, and I was the subject. Ooh, like, that would be... How many people oh, to this day go, God damn it, if it, what, you know, like, or, or had talked about me in therapy or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how many people? Uh, I, I, there might be more than I know. I, I mean, that's the thing. I might be incredibly surprised or completely disappointed. I love it. Um, and yes, it is narcissistic, but completely, I, I, I but I'm wonder, indulging. I wonder. It. I wonder too. I wonder <laughs> how many people like have cursed my name, like while like yeah. doing like a menial activity or something like that, like doing like the dishes or laundry, and just like they have like this intrusive <laughs> random thought, and they're just like, "God damn it, Tyler!" Yeah. But what have I done? Like I like. Well, I, you don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> but I would love to. Wouldn't you just love to know how many people have talked about you in therapy? <sighs> yeah, I mean. I would like to, but it would, it wouldn't just be like knowing that they did. I would have to know like the whole context oh, of, of everything. Course. Like I, I wouldn't would, just have, the I number. would have to be a fly on the wall in that GD therapy session mm-hmm. and wonder how, I, how yes. I, I damaged this person in a way where they have to mention it. It to, could be something uh, so dumb. It could be something so dumb. Like I went to go pick up my car and the parts manager was such an asshole I think his name was Tyler. <laughs> had long hair and he looked angry. <laughs> I mean, and his yeah. his his face has never left my brain. <laughs> like you just you never know. Uh, um, the only other one I was thinking of is I would really be curious. Like, how many times did Daryl and I, producer Dub, almost meet before we actually met? Like, ooh. how many times did we cross paths and never knew it? Because we lived in the oh, same city man. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, that just curious. Be, uh, that would be interesting to find out, like, the important people in your life. Like, yeah. How many times did you see them without even knowing? We, like, you were next to each other at, at a traffic light or yeah, you're at the grocery yeah. store at the same time. <laughs> like, how cool would that be to find out? It's like, oh, you crossed paths 75 times before you actually met. I love the idea of life stats yeah. um, because I am a purveyor of information. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you know, I was a house cleaner uh, at a ski resort. Yes, and for a short period of time. Yes, for a I season. Think, like, yeah, for a whole season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but Olivia Wilde, uh, as family, resided. Yes, that, uh, you did tell me about that. Oh, I did tell you. Okay, yes. so for the listeners out there, yeah, I worked at a ski resort. 
Uh, I cleaned Olivia Wilde's family's ski home. Yes, they have a second home. And uh, <laughs> she, I, don't, I don't even Did give you a, meet her? I, I did not oh, meet her. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember. I thought you said you did, but I couldn't no, remember. but I met her through photos. Oh, and I went family photos? Family <laughs> photos. They had a bunch of photo albums there, and I went through all of them. <gasps> I went through all of them. Violating. And, and it, and I I don't even give a good goddamn like it's they're just sitting there they're just sitting there yeah exactly and and you know like they the fam the, the wild family gave me a lot of uh, you know compliments they were really it. cool I remember yeah. you telling me that you thought they they were very like hey you know whatever just they asked me they they told me I w- I had free range on the fridge yes so you know yeah was, they were very cool people but I'm a purveyor of information so I like the idea of like seeing my life stats because I would be entertained for hours uh, uh, hours you and because it's magic you could literally think yeah. of anything go what about how many times did how many spiders did I eat in my life uh probably like two you think only two. I've never eaten spiders before. You've never woken up ch- choking for no reason? <laughs> I, well, yes, but on my, I own, have. on my own saliva, not on a on an arachnid. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I, I have woken up with burning in my throat, and I am certain that it was a bug of some kind. It could have been a bug, but it, spiders tend to, like, it uh, freaks avoid. me out. Spiders avoid warm and moist places, and the mouth is... Very warm it's and moist. Ev- it's all the things. Ants yeah. would, though. Ants would go in there. Or mosquitoes. Like, they're idiots. Yes, mosquitoes. And ears. And ears. I don't know if you've ever woken up with, like, a buzzing in your ear. Uh, do you not know the story about the earwig that entered my ear? I'm very familiar with it, but please tell her. Uh, tell the listeners. I'm sure they've... I've, I'm certain that I've discussed it, but <laughs> I was 18 years old watching The Little Mermaid <laughs> at your father's house, and uh, suddenly... A sperm bone. Okay sperm donor's house and there was something tickling my ear and i thought it was my hair so yeah. i'm like what is my hair because i i'm sure i had it a ponytail or something so i kept kind of brushing it and nothing and then all of a sudden i felt little legs and i felt this <laughs> deep deep feeling in my ear and i'm like something's in my ear and of course because i'm i have arachnophobia i was certain it was a spider yeah. And so I said, oh my God, there's a spider in my ears. And your dad is like, what's happening? What do we do? And I'm like, I don't know, but you got to get out. And he's like, I can't see anything. And it started to pinch my eardrum. Oh my God. And I started screaming. And <laughs> oh my God, that's terrifying. He turned sheet white because he and started flop sweating because he didn't know what to do. And so he took me to. Grandma, your mom, your grandmother's house, my my mom's house. He drove you there. He instead, drove instead of trying to get the the this insect out of your ear. Like he uses. No like, one said there was a lot of brain brains going on at this time. There was okay. a lot of panic. All right, all right. Drove me across town to my mother's house at eleven thirty at night. I walk in the door and I am screaming. <laughs> she pulls out her hydrogen peroxide and starts dumping it in my eardrum <laughs> as oh I'm laying God. down on the couch crying, terrified. That I was going to die from this whatever was in there. Yeah, yeah. It finally came out, and it was the biggest pincher bug I've ever seen in my life. An earwig. It was a, it was a good inch and a half long. An inch and a half. Long it was earwig. significant. Wow. Significant. Came out, and she's like, "Well, look how at that." How did you not feel like it crawling into your ear? Like, how did you not feel that? I did feel it. That, I did, I thought it was did my it hair. It ju- did it do it just really quickly? It very like, fast. Oh, okay. and I don't even okay. know how it got. I don't know how it got on there. But anyway, <laughs> you know, he. It, it was a bachelor pad. The place was 
filthy. I'm sure that's uh, why. Yeah. Anyway, so it came out and he grabbed it and just turned it into literally nothing. It was pulverized. I'm going to smash out. it. Smashed it. And I was just, I was like, uh, 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 uh. I mean, it was horrible. It was so traumatic. It is, it is a core memory, like hardcore. I remember every I bet, moment. I bet like when you're like in the shower or something, like you're just thinking about it and you're just like, uh, I can tell you one grab thing. Grab your ear really quick. I never slept. I never sat on that couch again. Ever. Of course. Ever. Why would you? Why would you? No. No way. No. In fact, that was probably the beginning of the end. <laughs> if I'm being, if I'm being really honest. Yeah, probably. It was probably the beginning of I mean, the end. You know, he didn't really like try to get the there insect was, out there of was it. no your ear your goddamn ear i'm yeah. gonna drive you to the, your mom's house because i don't know what to do you don't know what you, like, like get a pair of tweezers you it was <laughs> horrifying anyway oh, so to this day i'm i'm sure that's why i'm going deaf in that ear in the left ear yeah probably probably yeah. <laughs> you are hard of hearing i am very and it's not because uh it's not because of your age i think no it's, it's concerts I think, like it's con it's, i went to so many concerts concerts you know your first rock wig. concert i believe it was green day right yes but you right? you actually i took you to a concert the one that i was like aware of you were I took you to a concert when you were in utero. I was gonna say like in the womb. Yes, you were in utero and I went thinking, Oh, I can still live my best life. And so <laughs> I went to see Van Halen and No it, way. I was I was in utero while listening to Van Halen. Well that explains everything. You hated it. Oh did I was like Oh my god. I'm standing there like, woohoo, and I'm in the back. I didn't even stage, I didn't even go to the stage like I normally do. I was in the yeah, far, yeah. far back because it was yeah. really, really loud, <laughs> and it was an outdoor event, and I'm standing there, woohoo, having a good time, and all of a sudden, you were like, hell no. You were squiggling around. You were like very uncomfortable, and I said, and I think maybe 20 minutes in, I said, I got to go, and I left <laughs> because you just did not want. Oh, well, yeah, I mean. You did not appreciate Sammy Hagar. At I, all. I, I did not at that You're like, time, if no. this was David Lee Roth, it would be one thing, but this yeah. is not. Yeah, no, I, I much rather have gone to a Nirvana concert or Pearl You know Jam. what? Honestly, I will tell you that's my biggest regret. But during that time period in, the, in my 20s, when, especially even if you were, a, a, you, and you were alive and I would have gone, um, they did not come to Sacramento. They just uh, didn't come here, man. That's not surprising. That's this was surprising. a shit town for music in the late 80s, early 90s. You had to go to San still, Francisco to see stuff like that. I mean, it still is in, in a way. Like Sacramento Occasionally is... Occasionally you'll get a good artist to come through. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. It's very rare. But it is, Yes, exactly. It is rare. Uh, and I don't mean country because I know a lot of country comes here, but like... Yeah. Real substantial acts like... Well, I mean, the Foo Fighters comes, which is awesome. But I mean, that's but about that's it. That's just like... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like everyone, it, and it's funny when you see like a tour scheduling. They skip it. They skip it. They it's go from horrible. San Francisco to Portland. San Francisco, <laughs> they'll go LA, San Francisco, Arizona, or. Yeah, or Portland. Or Portland. Yeah. yeah. Or Seattle or something. There's, like there's that. only yeah. two. Yeah, it's it sucks. <laughs> it really fucking sucks, but it's okay. Is there any more uh, Reddit questions? Oh, no, that was the only one. Oh, just um, the life stats one? Yeah, because I thought that was really interesting. And then the only other thing I wanted to mention is, um, I, do you guys do anything with the Oscars? Do, I mean, do you guys talk about the Oscars at all, about nominees and stuff? It's such garbage to me now. I feel well, like, I'll tell you this. Okay. This is my opinion on the Oscars. Yeah. I'm not saying we shouldn't have the Oscars or they shouldn't have the awards, but I just think it's so difficult for 
viewers to separate what these actors say outside of their movies to truly mm. watch this the accolades and and try to eliminate all the noise that comes with being a celebrity anymore. There are very few celebrities I'm now. Not, I'm not sure I'm following you on that. What, what you- well, with social media, it's like we're so saturated with everybody's opinion on anything and everything. Sure. They're, sure. they're, they're, whether they're good causes or not, it, in yeah, your opinion, yeah. it doesn't matter. But then suddenly they're walking the red carpet. They're gliding across the red carpet in these $10,000 dresses. And yeah, two yeah. days ago, they were like, we need more money for Ukraine. It's like how it's hard for some people to separate. And so you either don't go and mm-hmm. just say, no, if I get it, great. But there's more important things. This is not the type of escapism I think we need, right? I think it's more about a brand promotion for these actors because right. it's a very heavy industry uh event yes um i mean like i mean there's completely mistakes in like the nominees for like best pictures and stuff like that. oh it's 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 all about who can who can we convince to nominate this movie for best yeah whatever i mean these uh these there uh, are some that are very well deserved in the past these executives are greasing hands at the academy like always that's, that's that's like that's kind of like the norm. And I feel like nowadays people know that. Yes. But it's like, it's just about, it, it's like the glitterati. That's how you say it? Glitterati? glitterati? Yeah, glitterati of uh, of Hollywood, essentially. And it's, yeah. it's like, it's not essentially celebrating um, uh, film. Mm-hmm. It's more celebrating the idea of Hollywood. Yes. And, and I just feel like it's come, and I really feel like for me, um it just seems now that we're it's everything is so open and we're all so aware of how these systems work and what how political they are and how nepotist the nepotism and the sure and the money that you know that gets behind certain projects and i mean look at zoe kravitz she got she got a uh, supporting lead role in the batman yes that made like almost Five hundred million dollars, I think. Yeah, like in the past two weeks, probably. So, um, for our show specifically, though, for the Oscars, mm-hmm. um, we used to do something for it, but mm-hmm. we kind of strayed away from it because yeah. uh, it just, you know, we're, we're it just feels like you're. We're, we're a podcast for the people. We're not a po- <laughs> even though we are power players in Hollywood. Sure, uh, sure. Eventually, we're all we're all three of us, man of the people, Absolutely. and so uh, we're we're reviewing the movies that uh, people want us to review. And um, will I watch the Oscars? Sure, I'm going to watch I... the Oscars. Like I like my curiosity is always going to uh, strike me in some way. And, yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, and also as well, uh, it opens up uh, movies that I never would have thought about watching. Right. Um, they just the the whole the whole event to me. I don't think that the awards in of itself are unnecessary. I think they they should. It's an they serve a purpose. It's an industry award. Yes. So there are industry awards. That happen all over the in, in every niche, every business, every yeah. industry has awards. So oh, acting, they have an awards uh, a, a ceremony for car crashes. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like I get. I I don't think they should be completely eliminated. I think acknowledgement should happen if there's an 
a stellar production, then there should be some acknowledgement. But as far as putting it on television and expecting people to buy into it as the glitz and the glamour and the mystery of Hollywood, that's over to me. And that's kind of what I'm saying is that it's over. I mean, I love the red carpet. I will watch the red carpet. Of course. That's my favorite part. I usually hate everything that everyone wears. So that part is, I love it. Because I do too. honestly, I mean, I always think I would do so much better, but let's be real. I would not. It's fine. Oh, I think you would. I no. think, I think really like the, the men dress like They're shit. This, they, well, they, they try to not get. Not to work blue, but like they, they dress like crap. Well, they, they want to try to, they, let's, let's look different. Let's try it. Let's try to do it upright. I'm like, just wear a tuxedo. Like I'll be done said, with it. I think we're onto something. But like you said, it's an industry event. So yeah. like, you know, you have fashion designers, yep. makeup artists Everything. on camera yep doing it and so i feel like a lot of money to be made yeah um mm-hmm. i feel like if they if the if the academy actually was in a way like unbiased and not mm-hmm. like being greased by these sleazeball uh hollywood execs mm. um i feel like it would be a lot more um deserving of it everyone knowing it's an industry event like as long as the judges and people who are getting like the screeners and stuff like that as long as they were unbiased in their opinion i feel like it would be a lot more impactful yes Um, and it would also because i can i can forgive like you know i can forgive like the fashion designers and the makeup artists and like everything else i can forgive that because i get it well everybody wants to look nice yeah I, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, it's it's at the end of the day, it's show business. It would and just so, be, it would just be like, it has, it has, have we come to the, have we come to the point in our, in our life on this planet where the Oscars are simply an awards assembly where they all sit in the front rows and the parents sit in the back with their Starbucks <laughs> and their messy buns and yoga pants <laughs> Yeah, you know, have we come to the point where we're just <laughs> uncomfortable, like uh, recognizing, like, hey, maybe these award shows like are kind of like not cool. Like, just anymore. reminds me of the Hunger Games. It's like, <laughs> yeah. can we just not and just say, feel- Mom, I'm getting, I'm getting an award. They told me I'm getting an award. Um, it's on Friday at eight in the morning. <laughs> can you be there? Uh, first, well, com- first come, first serve on the seats. Yeah. Um, Which was the story of my life forever. Because all you guys always got awards and it's always on a Friday at eight in the fucking morning. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll be there with my sunglasses, my, you know, my yoga yeah. pants and, you know, mug of coffee. Well, just for the record, I didn't give a good goddamn like if you were there or not. Tyler, because I didn't that is care, a lie. Because I didn't care about the award regardless. False. 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 That isn't true. You you guys all sought me out. You're like, where's my mom in her rest clothes? Oh, there she is. <laughs> rest clothes. There she is to acknowledge my my accomplishment of being citizen of the week. Or, you know, best you, best in math facts. Did you tell that story on the show about the rest clothes? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, okay. So for context, listeners, uh, when I was, I think I was in like first grade or second grade. Yes. Um. They did. I can't remember the school assignment, but like they basically said to describe like your parent or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I love my mom and I like her rest clothes, which uh, was essentially just like a, uh, you know, a crew neck sweatshirt and sweatpants that yes. she would wear on like a Saturday morning. 
I love that. It was comforting. But like yeah. apparently like uh, putting it out there in the ether of uh, public school was um, really. Well, it just makes it sound it was, like it was really she just doesn't try anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She doesn't try. I didn't really like understand like well, an, adult's, no. uh, an adult's mindset of like what I was presenting <laughs> To my, I like her my, my teacher. She's wearing clothes like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But no. uh, well, yours is no worse than um, Malia, who said my mom drinks wine, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, awesome, that's great. And then it, she was in high school, and she was in art in art class, and they were doing this project where they basically melt bottles and they melt them flat. Oh yes, okay. yes, yeah. And so she's like, "Yeah, so if you have any, you know, soda bottles or whatever, bring them on in and we'll do it." And my and Malia goes, "My mom and dad have a lot of wine bottles. I'm sure I can get some for you." <laughs> she got that. Yes. So Well, I'm that like, would have been a cool project. I mean, like with a wine bottle like We donated a, a couple. Nice. Yeah, that's but great. Still, we're like, "That's great." <laughs> Just go through the garbage, honey. That's great. It's not that. It's not that bad. A lot of people. A lot of people disparage uh, (laughs) uh, parents for uh, drinking uh, wine, having a life, (laughs) and and it's just like, oh, what you're gonna deal with the harshness of this reality? (laughs) Nothing but uh, avocado toast or something like that. Trying to raise decent humans. Forget about it, please. Need a glass of wine sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to them going. You know what? This is an awards assembly for the parents. The the, yeah. the the actors can come. They'll sit in the first three rows and they'll be quiet when we put the peace sign up. And uh, we will call them one by one to get them their paper award. You know what? You bring up a really good point. It really has become that uh, nowadays. Yeah. Like, because no one cares anymore. No, like, one cares. no one cares. And you know what? I think it's... I, I'm, and I feel... Sorry to interrupt no, you. go but ahead. I feel like... The industry is like trying to make people care, so like they oh, yeah. like do all this like advertising. Stop for trying it. to make it happen, and it's just like <laughs> no one cares. It's like, come and gone. We we like the the uh, our uh, population, our society is barely scraping by on money, and uh, <laughs> you want us to care about these uh, millionaire uh, people who are. I'd getting- like to thank my manager and mom. We did it. Yeah. Like, shut up. Like no one cares. Come on, no cares. I know you did it, and you know what? Congratulations, it's quite an accomplishment, but it's not something that we need to see on television. And that's not so. It, it's not to take away from the no, performance or anything like that. Not at all. But at the same time, it's kind of like re- read the room. You know, like it, it's like yeah. everyone's like really struggling right now. Like we we're on the brink of goddamn World War Three. Yeah, and we're having the Oscars. But anyway, to bring it back, yes. um, uh, I don't believe middle class film class will be doing something oscar uh, related but the only thing we've ever done when it comes on this show is we discuss the clothing and, oh, and if yeah. there's anything unusual that happens but nothing ever unusual happens yeah. that stuff is so so controlled you know yeah, the, the worst yeah. thing that happens is someone took too many xanax or they forgot their glasses <laughs> and you get a little moment little twitter moment but other yeah, than that it's yeah. like meh you know i'm just my point is it's like oscars used to be so much fun they were fun but that, but that was before we had social media and i That's really right. think That's that right. the trade-off for full warts and all honesty when it comes to people in hollywood or in the entertainment industry is that you can't patch it all up for one for four hours and act like these people are who they th- you know this this persona that's right, that's yeah. not who they are it's they're representing 
a film house or a production place and and that's great and man some of the some of the performances are exceptional some of the the film was you know the filmography all of that stuff should be celebrated but they they've got to re i think they need to reinvent it to to fit with what is now what we have yeah does that make sense no i agree completely i think they need to just um uh have like stop wearing the the uh like you said the nepotism like mm-hmm. on on the sleeve because like i feel like at this point like it's almost like a meme like everyone knows like the oscars don't yeah. even it feels like everyone thinks like the oscars don't matter anymore and i want them to matter because i want a celebration of film uh mm-hmm. once a year for yeah. exceptional performances i would I agree mean, so i just want a rebranding i want a repackaging it needs a rebranding that's right. I wanted to. I wanted to be a little more honest and a little uh, more um, grounded. Yeah, not so like, oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna fake it, everyone. Now everybody put on their best and let's pretend like nothing's happening and yeah, this is our escape. Yeah. It's not an escape. Everybody's starving. They're exhausted. They're on drugs. Yeah, they're just they can't wait for the peanut butter and jelly sandwich that Ellen's gonna pass out during the five o'clock hour, <laughs> you know, or whatever. You know, it's like, God, you know, it's so tired. I mean, they can't. They cannot love it. I mean, like it's it, maybe like maybe just getting rid of the Oscars altogether and like having another kind of award show would mm-hmm. be beneficial because I feel like the way they do the Oscars is like from a bygone era. Like it's from yeah. like the they're trying it, to the they're, silver age. They're trying they to. Yes. The, this, yeah. Yes. And they're they're trying to cling to the like historical. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a, it's it's. Wonderful, and you can definitely harken back to it. But there's nothing wrong with moving forward. That's how I, that's how we improve as we I, move forward. I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. And like it, it shows, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it shows in other uh, films that are being produced today. Like uh, we're having, a, a, you know, like the, the Witch from Robert Eggers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Hereditary uh, from uh, still Ari haven't Aster. watched that. <laughs> oh, you'll hate it. I know you will hate That's it. That's probably why. But you'll I don't love it too. It. At the same time, like yes. I know you'll hate it, but you'll love it. Um, I watched the Adam Project last night. Oh, how was that? I loved it. Oh. But here's the thing. I've heard mixed. I, it's been a mixed bag. It from has people. been. I. You're right. There has been a mixed bag. I will say it. It was a. It was an hour forty. It could have been an hour twenty. Oh, okay. Um, there were, there was a little bit of editing that could have been done. There was a bit of a lull here and there, but I mm-hmm. think what they were trying to do was really try to get you to see the little boy aspect of he's getting ready <clears throat> to turn into this angry 30 year old or 40 year old man. So it's like, oh, this is the time travel movie. Right? Yes. This with is with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yes. Mark yeah. Ruffalo plays his father. Um, and then, uh, I can't remember. Oh, her name completely escaped me right now. The, the, uh, the one that was married to Ben Affleck. What's her name? Oh, uh, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah. yeah. She's the, she's the wife of the mother. <clears throat> anyway, very, very good. Ryan Reynolds is so good at doing the super, like he's like, he's, he's good at playing emotional, funny, like struggle. I don't know. He's really good at what he does. He's so, goofy. Yeah, but he was good in this movie. I thought he, this is this was like Deadpool with no sense of humor. 
Okay. Okay. But it was great. It was really good. And the whole concept of time travel was really interesting. And I just, at the end, everything serendipitous, which I've decided I realized I love serendipitous movies. I didn't realize how much until the end of this movie. And I was like, you know what? I just like movies like this. I can't help it. You know what? I should put on serendipity. I fucking love that movie. With John Cusack. That movie is great. <laughs> it is a good one. But you know why? And I'm a I, sucker for John Cusack. I am too. I love him so much. Gross yeah. Point Blank is. Yeah, Gross Point Blank. Uh, What's the one? High Fidelity. High Fidelity. Of course. Yes, of course. The top his one. Best one. I, yes. I, I and then his little cameo in 16 Candles isn't bad either. Yeah. Real no. smooth clip. That's his one line. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, I think that's the end of the show. Tyler, thank you so much for sitting in and telling course, me about um, your eulogy. That was really interesting. I can't and believe we were recording that whole time. Like, I'm sorry. I, Do you like, want me to edit it? No, 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 no. no don't edit it. I don't it. edit I just, anything if I can help it. It's just usually on my show, like we have a we have like a theme song, you could, and then like there's like a cue. I know you're just recording me. Like, what, what, I could have said anything, but it's, I know it's fine. Here, I, here, here we go. <laughs> There you go. There's I your intro. <laughs> There's oh, your intro. I, I love it. Thank you for having me on oh, you're welcome, and letting honey. me to uh, uh, pr- promote my show. Of course. Uh, well, you talk guys... about this, that, and the other. Uh, you great. owe me a sticker. Yes, uh, we don't have any stickers for sale yet. What? Uh, but you're just uh, handing them out. We do have them, so uh, cool, I'll, cool, I'll try cool. to make sure that everyone gets one. I love it. Within the sound of my voice, and we could uh, do, a, you know, we could do a podcast. We could do a mother son podcast. I would love. I mean, you know, I love yapping about anything and everything at all. Like, I wonder if, if we could do that, it would be successful. I, I <laughs> have no doubts it would be. And even if it is, is there any mother son podcasts that aren't weird? Like, we could call it "Don't Make It Weird." <laughs> <laughs> Don't make it weird. <laughs> like, there's uh, a scene. There's a scene it. in the Adam Project, which is on Netflix, and it's very Don't good, make by the way. Weird. He I goes. He's talking to his 12 year old self, and he goes. By the way, he goes. He goes. Leave me alone. Go in there. Wait for our mom. Give her a hug. Don't make it weird. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds anyway. like a great idea. We could uh, we'll talk about, about the that, huh? game of life, you know. The and, game uh, of life. Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, well, thank you for having me on. Thank you for uh, coming. Please uh, listen to uh, Middle Class Film Class wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Uh, and The Ugly Truth. Leave a good review if you love us. Yes, leave a five-star review on The Ugly Truth. Uh, and The Middle Class Film Class. Yes. All right. Well, thank, thank you, everyone. You Bye. Bye.